Hello, and welcome to Conversations with Ken O'Connick. I gotta say it, I am really nervous, uh, apprehensive, and a little bit excited to talk about today's topic. So what I want to talk about today and the whole motivation about today's podcast is sales, sales, uh, and asking for sales, negotiation, um, and the reason why I am actually doing this podcast, it's really funny, is currently at work, you know, we're doing some training for sales, uh, we're recruiting some salespeople, so if you want to do some sales for marketing, uh, let me know, you know, shameful plug, uh, but, uh, you know, with a little bit of time, you know, between everything that we have going on in life, projects, work, Jordan, uh, you know, Rise, you know, the investments that we're doing, you know, we do need some disconnects, right? And so Chelsea and I, and I have no idea why, I think it's because I love real estate, um, I like homes, I like that world, is I have found this guilty pleasure in uh, home real estate, like, drama series, right? Like, and so the show we're watching is called like Buying Hamptons or something. And it's the stupid expensive homes and these luxury, you know, home situations and and the drama. And I really don't care about much of the drama and stuff. The thing I like most about it is the negotiation piece, the sales piece, and then just the homes, because obviously that's something that's near and dear to Chelsea and I's heart. But why I'm getting in here is because I guess it's been a while, you know, that I have been in this world of sales. And there's a couple things that I know that I have found that have worked for me. And so I figured I should maybe share that because when I watch these luxury people selling the deals they're selling uh, and struggling, honestly, like real, real talk here, like pretty rough. And I know it's a show, so it's probably 99% fake. It just got the motivation for me to put some good content out there in the sales world because the unfortunate part when people are watching anything sales, right? I don't care if you're going to a car dealership or you're talking to a uh, internet rep, like there's sales. Everything in the world around us is sales, right? There's a negotiation, there's someone buying, there's someone selling, there's money to be made and it's happening all around us. And I think the more in the the more you understand that, the more you have the ability to use what's already happening to your advantage. And so I wanted to talk through some important skills that I have found to be incredibly valuable in the world of sales. And this works if you're a parent, this works if you are a manager at a job, this works if you're an educator or you're a coach of a football team, I don't care. These sales, these negotiation tactics work so much to get to the root of things and then ultimately achieve a conversion. And a conversion, when I use that word, could be a new sale. It could be someone seeing your side. It could be getting your child to do what you want them to do, clean their room. Uh, it, the list goes on and on, right? And so that is what is so important for me to share. And the first rule in Ken's rules of sales is you have to be a great person at asking questions. You have to be amazing 
at asking questions. And if you cannot ask questions, then you will struggle to be a great salesperson. And not only do you have to be able to ask questions, you have to be able to ask questions and then listen. If you do not have the ability to listen once you've asked questions, you will never be able to articulate the right message or pitch to get the person to take the next step. This is so important. If you do not have the right questions to ask and then listen and then thoughtfully respond with a follow-up question or a dig deeper question, you will lose in sales in most cases. There's always the person that wants to buy that or the kid that's really agreeable or the amazing athlete that'll just do whatever the coach says and those are great, but I'm not really here and I'm not going to really look at the your successes. I much more rather measure my failures and that's what I would encourage you to rate yours at as well. Now, questions is, as a whole, I mean, it, there's so many different things. If you guys wanted to go through a script or a specific one, we could do it. I just, I really want to encourage you that the person that leads a conversation is the person that asks more questions is not the one that talks more. And it's really important to ask follow-up questions by asking why. Well, why is that? Or can you talk about that more? Or can you get dig deeper into that? Because that makes a lot of sense, but I want to hear it in your words. The further you dig into topics, the more you get someone sharing, and the more that you're listening to what they're sharing, the more likely you're going to see that it factor in that situation that is going to be the leverage point for you later in the cell. And so I highly encourage, ask questions, listen, and dig deeper. Say, why? Why? why. I kind of always use the example of be like a two-year-old child that just asks why all the time. That will benefit you greatly in the sales side of things. The next step that is incredibly important in sales is you have to be direct. You have to be straight with your answers. You cannot be someone that rambles on, uses a lot of ums, isn't sure what the next statement that they're going to say is, because if you are not direct or to the point, you will lose people in selling. Now, 90% of what you should be doing is asking questions and getting more information, gathering information, gathering information. But if you just start talking in a direct way, that's still a loss. You have to be pointed with the direct, right? Or you have to call out specific things that are opportunities. Or if you hear someone say something that isn't what you wanted to hear, or if it's off topic from what is appropriate for what the outcome that you're trying to achieve is, you need to call that out immediately. So be direct, be transparent, because that transparency is going to go a long way when it comes to the negotiation piece or the ability for someone to trust you. Because people do not buy anything if they don't like you trust you and see value in what you say. So I don't care if that's selling something or getting someone to do something. You have to get them to like you. You have to get them to trust you and you have to get them to see value in what you're talking about. And that transparency, that directness will absolutely get people to like you because you're straight into the point. And in this day and age, people want to move faster. They have more seek for instant gratification. So get to the point. 
So I'll keep going. So I'm getting to the point. The next one is how do you disarm someone? And so what I really encourage people to do when it comes to disarming people is use their words against them, right? So find out all the reasons why this per- this is not a good fit or why they wouldn't do it, you know? In my most current world, I'm like, okay, explain to me the worst case scenario if you were to partner and do business with us that you would never be able to move forward or take the next step? What's the worst case? Or why would you not get started with us? And start to use those things because the reality is, is those things are then going to become your talking points for opportunity or how we do that with that directness, that transparency, which is then getting people to get to know you even more and like you even more if you're hitting at the right points based on the questions they answered for you and you listened and you used their points to their fact. And then the last thing, and really the most important thing, and I'm not this Grant Cardone hard sales guy. You know, I would definitely say I'm much more of a relational salesperson. That matters. My ego around my responsibility and me being, you know, who I am at my core is super important. And so me just being like super direct, super upfront. And just like putting it out there is so important to me. And so that's how I sell. So you have to always make sure you're doing that for yourself. But what you want to be able to do is use your alternative choice of next steps. You know, so if the deal isn't going to happen today, you're not going to get that person to take the next step. Then it's important to know what is a clear next step and getting that scheduled. You know, and I mean, you could use it for the example of if it's your child and you're trying to get them to go to bed. Okay, so you're, you know, I don't want to go to bed. Okay, well, when do you want to go to bed? You know, realistically, there might be a time that they say there, you know, if it's unrealistic, then you have to work backwards through alternative choice. Well, if not, then this, or if you do this, what about this? And using those, my, my great example is, is if we're not going to get started today, when are you going to get started? When's a realistic time for you to get started? Oh, by then? Okay, well, we can do that. So when should we connect back to be able to have all the information to deliberate before we take that next step of you getting started? So that helps you be clear on a next step because ultimately in sales, one of the most important things is repetition, is follow-up, is consistency. And if you know exactly when you should be reaching back out or being consistent with that person, it will make a big difference in their trust in you because if they say that they want to talk in two weeks and you call them in two weeks when you said you were going to call them in two weeks, but it's not on a hard scheduled date, man, does that build value with that person? And again, to my core values, that really is important to me. And so that is a really important thing for you because you don't want to feel like you're being buggy, uh, you know, annoying them, not knowing when to follow up because that's such a hard part about the sales world is you have to be consistent in that follow-up game. So use that alternative choice. Use that like, if not this, then that. Okay, if we did this, then that would work good. And again, it's all through your questioning and your using their words to be able to follow the frame of reference on which one you can get to take the next step. But ultimately, just know that sales, guys, is a numbers game. It is absolutely a process goal that you have to 
do a certain amount of pitches. You have to do a certain amount of sales calls. You got to do a certain amount of follow-ups. You have to do a certain amount of cold calls. You have to have a certain amount of rejections. And through all those things, those numbers build up repetitions for your success. Either you'll quit doing it because the rejection is just too high, or you will adjust and find success and be addicted to the success of, of the next opportunity than the failure of the next rejection, right? And so those important things will help you understand that. Now, there are people that are hardwired for this like I am, and that's okay. If you're not hardwired for it, that's okay. That's, maybe this doesn't apply to you. You know, there's a much different approach that you need to take with your kids. But ultimately, the fundamentals of asking questions and listening, asking why are those questions important to me, being direct, being transparent, speaking the truth, calling a spade a spade, disarming them with their own words, and then using alternative choice to get people to take the next step will absolutely increase your inability to move the needle when it comes to the sales world and the leading world. And so wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thank you for listening to Conversations today on this thing of sales. If this was valuable, if this was helpful, if you're grateful for this episode, I'd love to hear about it. Share this with a friend, a family member, or reach out to me directly. Maybe we could talk a little bit more about your specific sales situation. I thrive on nothing more than getting live in the moment and spitballing through situations. So have a great rest of your workout, run, commute to work, wherever you are. Talk to you later. Goodbye.